Hi, how are you? Hello, I'm amazing. How are you? Oh, good, 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 good. Uh, quick turnaround. We're recording um, out of sync or out of schedule right. like we normally do because we have some very hot, fresh topics to discuss. Namely, we are wild cards. Yes. Well, namely, the Oscars were announced on Monday the 13th, and now it is Tuesday the 14th, and I figured I'd give you a day to cool off from the Oscar. uh, um, Ask me if I have. Have you cooled off? I kind of hope I have not. I just figured yesterday would be really aggressive, so I was No, yesterday was really aggressive, and I did record Mad About Movies at like fully 9 30 p.m which was a choice yeah <laughs> and that's definitely the energy i'm bringing to that so that's great um but i think i might even be more unhinged today because like this is a safe space yeah that's right you can say whatever you're feeling in in this space <sighs> but before Lord. we get to that and i know we have a lot to discuss right. i want it to be known <laughs> that today january 14th 2020 2020 as you called it the breakup of the century happened (laughs) that means 10 years i mean vanessa parentheses Anne and parentheses (laughs) and austin butler have broken up which i am shocked about honestly i like didn't think it would i mean it's not like i'm gonna like lose sleep tonight but i am gonna watch once upon a time in hollywood tonight so it is kind of crazy that it's you know, of all days for them to announce their breakup. But, um, yeah, they were together for, like, almost nine years. They've broken up. Part of me wonders if it's because he is now in an Academy Award-nominated movie and signed on to play Elvis in a biopic, and she's doing sequels to Netflix originals. Um, I was like... (laughs) It's called The Night Before Christmas, and watch your mouth. And The Princess Switch. (laughs) And The Princess Switch. Yeah, so she has a full career there. I mean, who knows? Maybe, like, just time and distance got in the way, and he was off shooting, and she was off picking out headdresses for Coachella. I don't know, but it is. It's a bit sad to me that they've split, because I kind of like them as a couple. Uh, I, I believe it. You don't care? No, I guess I don't really. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Fully, when I saw today, nine years, I was like, oh, shit, really? Like, I would have guessed four. (laughs) Well, because it was pretty much like she dated Zac Efron for a handful of years. And then after that, she dated Josh Hutcherson. And then after they broke up is when she started dating Austin Butler. But I remember she was like 21 and he was like an 18 or 19. I was like, ooh, fun, younger man. Interesting, Vanessa Ann Hudgens. Um, and yeah, yeah now I she's think I like was just 31. like focused on my own life back then, and now this is absolutely the kind of stuff I care about. Yeah, I mean, I care <laughs> and not about like it. if I'm passing my freshman year psych class. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. I guess these are the things that matter to me these days. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was just one quick news alert that I wanted to bring to is- the attention. Before we it start. is a hot take. It is funny. Noriega was like, this will probably be a quick episode. And then she's like, the one thing I do feel the need to mention is <laughs> the breakup. And I was like, I have categories to discuss, Nor. Yeah. I'm holding a mechanical pencil. I know. Again, I came to play. She did. She came to play. She's ready to rock and roll. The whole time I was rambling on and on about Vanessa and Hudgens and Austin Butler, she's been scribbling down notes. So I say we move past that now defunct relationship uh, onto the Academy Award nominations, which were announced, which were announced (laughs) yesterday morning. Um, Mm -hmm. We both got up to watch them. Well, I guess you were probably you were already like up and I like yeah. I have to be awake (laughs) by eight fifteen. Surprisingly enough, in my regular life. Um, I did though, I, I went into work early. I like woke up and drank coffee and drove to work so I could sit at my desk and put it up on my monitor and enjoy myself. And did you enjoy yourself? I did enjoy myself, Nora. Thanks for asking. Oh yeah. Great. So this is like a super quick and easy episode then. 
Yeah, everything went fine, and uh, it's crazy. Like, I just, I wrote down before the Oscars what I think should happen, and it happened exactly. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Well, then, um, I guess we can just, uh, I'll talk to you later. Um, I'll just drop in your Oscar watch uh, audio right here. episode ever. Yeah, okay. Bye, guys. Um, Thanks for listening. Please remember to rate and review and subscribe. Subscribe. (laughs) Okay. Um, You've never said rate, review, and subscribe, but the second you said please remember, I was like, to rate and subscribe. (laughs) It's because we watched or we listen to the same podcast. But how do you want to go about this? Do you want to start from... I will say the bottom and our work work our ways up to the big ones, but that is a little disparaging to like makeup and hairstyling. But also, right, it is. I'm I'm just gonna run us through them. Okay, um, starting with the technicals and it's funny go because you said that you were hoping that I would lead this, and yet you're gonna hear me uh, flip over a piece of paper and scribble with my mechanical pencil because I did not let you great uh, run it. Okay, I, that's fine. <laughs> I I think I actually prefer this when you run it though I feel right. like you normally have the most opinions so that's why I kind of try to steer the conversation um but well again mechanical pencil <laughs> I mean I have a mechanical pencil sitting right next to me should I go ahead and right. bust it out if you could just tuck that behind your ear and let's get rolling all right Nora. great let's start with a little vis- visual effects okay <laughs> visual effects so Nominated, Avengers Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, and Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. I don't really care about this. I mean, The Lion King is comical to me, I guess, maybe technically proficient, but not like it doesn't visually nice work. yeah, yeah. <laughs> for a visual category it's, like, it's a very annoying it visual does movie look a lot like a lion but i don't give a shit about that lion yeah i feel <laughs> like know? that's like gonna be the irishman right well, yeah, and so I w- the other thing that I was kind of contemplative about was it could be Endgame just because it's been kind of 23 years of them doing really impressive visual stuff. Yeah. And some of the Irishman stuff wouldn't be in place if they hadn't tinkered with it years ago. But that being said, I feel like it has to be the Irishman. Just I was going to say, there's know. absolutely absolutely no way that like 80-year-old white men are thinking about it in that aspect of the well, Irishman more, like, is what it is. Don't you think, because of don't Ed- you think these nominations are like show that the the Oscars voters are changing and evolving all the time. Definitely. I, I couldn't believe it was an <laughs> all women directors section. I mean, it's like it's saying. Um, <laughs> apparently zero women released <laughs> any direction, any movies this year. Moving on. What's the next category? Okay, let's do sound. Uh, sound mixing and sound editing. Mm-hmm. So quick update. Sound editing is the creation of the sounds, mm-hmm. and sound mixing is the layers. So Ford vs. Ferrari, Joker, and 1917 were nominated. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, sorry, were nominated in both. Right. But editing has... Um, Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars and sound mixing has Ad Astra. Yep. Those were the only changes. Do you have any thoughts so, on that? Is That's the only uh, Ad Astra uh, award. It then. is the only Ad Astra. I was, I mean, honestly, I'm not surprised, but I was like, oh, I mean, any Ad Astra is more than I would have thought. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, I think something fun like Uncut Gems, I feel like, had some interesting. Yeah. Like with the clubs and the street and the yelling yeah. and the games. Oh my god! And just sports. the fact that like there was always constant like when they're first in the showroom and it's like everyone's having a conversation and it's so chaotic, yeah. but you kind of hear most of what everyone's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Or cool. um, and then the other one for editing, I guess I liked. I thought Midsummer had very specific noises you know like I don't know I just really liked that one so I thought that would be fun well (laughs) but I mean in in general I mean the thing that annoys me is this is kind of the beginning of our conversation on the Joker is nominated for both of these and both of these push it forward towards having the most nominations so was it 11 11 and then I think it's like (laughs) Titanic (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh boy. Oh, I hate that you said that. Um, because I yeah. rewatched Titanic over the summer. I think it's a masterpiece. Uh, Isn't it though? It, it, it is. is. Every time LDC is and in the it. thing. I've the read of Titanic LDC. multiple times today, actually. The reason Titanic, you, the reason I know that Titanic is a masterpiece is because I want more than anything not to like it as much as I do. Like, I want to be like, maybe this time I'll watch Titanic and it won't, like, be effective to me. And I'll be like, okay, I can move past this. And every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, fucking A, here we are Yeah, again. it's like yep, a perfect movie and it's three hours long. It's insane, <laughs> but I'm not. we're not going to spend an hour talking about Titanic, but we're only three cats. Categories in, so I'm gonna push us ahead. Okay, so we just did sound editing. How about just regular editing? Okay. Um, so Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. Yes. So this was the fun time where I was like, okay, Parasite's getting in here. Know. You know, like when you're starting to see the Parasite in the lower technical stuff, that's when it's like, okay, like we got a contender on our hands. You know, because yes. like. Things like, you know, uh, I mean, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, those all also had a lot of nominations. And I was just excited to be like, okay, like, if Parasite's getting some of these lower ones also, then, like, people have seen it. People like it. It has buzz. Yeah. It's more than just foreign film or, like, last year, I think Roma was kind of the outlier as well. But, uh I mean, I don't know. It's that that's the as much as I do have a lot to complain about, the parasite hype uh, choo choos along. Yeah. That was that was what I was kind of hoping for cuz we were seeing Joker getting more and more nominations, but then Parasite was also getting a bunch and I was like they don't mm-hmm. have any actor acting noms, which sucks. And we'll get to it. But they're getting a lot of other nominations. So I was like, what if like somehow, I mean, I how many nominations did Parasite get? Was it like 10? It was. I tried to, to look up an infographic before. Uh, oh, that would have been great. We started. It would have been great if you could have brought that to the <laughs> table, but. Uh, but I'm, no, it's fine. I just sat like, around and like played with my cats for an hour while so I was came prepared. For you. It's really like, I honestly, Nora, I forgive you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a pain in the ass. I don't think it could have gotten 10 because it doesn't have any of the actors. Yeah. Uh, which is going to hurt you. Um, they were like eight or something. done. Keep vamping. I don't know what else to say besides we love six six okay that's still good for a quote-unquote foreign it's pretty film. good it's pretty good for especially since south korea has never never been nominated for us yeah now it's like balls and we walls. are not gonna relitigate burning on this fucking podcast oh nor we have too much to okay, do okay <laughs> moving on from sound editing but now oh fuck burning was so good I, miss, I know. I miss that movie. Remember Burning Man? I liked that movie. Visually, <laughs> that movie was, was movie. stunning. It was like a really good. One. It was a good one. Okay. Um, okay, but oh, but editing. I feel like you know, if I'm having my way, we have a little hustlers here. Like think about how they're cutting to all the women walking in the bar. I know I'm alone. No, but you're not alone. But or hustler. even I mean, Uncut Gems too. I think was very impressively edited. Yeah. We don't have to do this every time, but Um, I think I like the I can latch on to the idea of hustlers more than I can uncut gems. And who would you hustlers. well, never mind, I would say who would you take out, but I guess the obvious answer is Well, anything where anything that starts <laughs> we the, have a little uh Todd a little Phillips scamp <laughs> known as Joker, uh I think he could go. Okay. Um Okay. Uh, let's do costumes next. Okay. So, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. So, what do you think in there? What's your favorite so far? Or what would you rather? Well, I think the fun ones there are Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, just because, like, the retro 70s stuff. Yeah. Um, I wanted Dolomite. We all wanted yeah. Dolomite, right? Like, Dol- that's, like, <laughs> that's where Dolomite the big one would have been sucks. a lock. Like, that's where it, like, most makes sense to me. Yeah. Dolomite had um, some fun editing, too. It did. Just, like, uh, it was very, like, playful. Um, yeah. But, oh. Okay. Uh, so, Dolomite's my big miss there. Um, yeah, I think for this one, I'd like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, though I did see a tweet the other day about how little women captured, um, like, the store anthropology. 
<laughs> so I think that, yeah so I'm like okay that's it's kind that's of fair. fun there is I mean there is like that special or like a featurette or whatever where they're talking with the designer about how they chose not to put Joe in any hoop skirts and, and well, they, like they made they, conscious character choices well I think that Timmy has said that it was like him and Sersha's decision that they were gonna yes. like kind of swap the swap clothes of their Ugh. outfits, which is why he wears like a little bit more like frilly stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And they're seen in the, like the same vest a few different times, yeah. like twice in the movie, which we're both just smiling so, at each other. I mean, other. I'm just thinking, <laughs> let's get Timothy Chalamet out on the circuit again. People love listening to him speak. Let's have him drop some facts about the costume design and everything. And who knows? Maybe we'll get some more buzz for little women in that department. Yeah. I agreed. Okay. I I'll it. call up Timothy Chalamet. We're really close friends. Call call Timmy. Let him know what we think. Tim, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'll he'll be more than happy. To, I mean, he would be more than happy to. I'm, I am sure of that. Just I have no way of contacting I mean, him. I do know he would be more than happy. He posted <laughs> on his story that like all like um, the best picture and then lead actress and supporting in like support. I know because I'm obsessed with him. <sighs> so sweet you don't have to sell me on Timothy Chalamet I know he's such a little angel baby I'm I just like I'm like waiting for the day when he does something that makes me upset and just I know breaks but we don't have time we don't have time to even think about that let's just enjoy the fact that he this whole episode is gonna be us saying we don't have time to okay okay Makeup and hairstyling. Yes. Um, Bombshell. <sighs> Maleficent Mistress of Evil. <sighs> 1917. Joker. Judy. I find 1917 a little confusing, I guess, except for like if we're talking about the makeup of like battle wounds. Yeah, I think like dirt. I mean, Richard Madden looked count. hot. His eyes were right. popping out of the screen. Yeah, I, I don't think that's makeup, <laughs> but like I think that was just me you so desperate know. to. Sleep. You don't know. Maybe they have like the uh, Alme color palette that. Okay, <laughs> That's like built for blue eyes. Yes. <laughs> Steph and I bring that up all the time. That's kind of like how you know if someone grew up in like the aughts. Yeah, because it's like it wasn't big, like it wasn't like a color scheme. It was just like if you have green eyes, it was like these are your purple brings them out. Yeah, it was like these three (laughs) colors, and I had a little uh, like cartoon eye to like show you where to put it. Yeah, and then you can get the matching eyeliner and the matching mascara. So I'm just saying that maybe Richard Madden, that's why his eyes popped. Most likely not. Um, Favorite in this category, I don't really like any of them. Maybe yeah, Judy. Yeah, I mean, now I have to see Maleficent, which I guess a uh, waste of my time, but whatever. Um, I mean, the Academy loves, like, people who look like other people. I feel like it's going to be bombshell. Yeah, for Charlize Theron. Yeah. Becoming Megan Kelly. But, but their wigs are so bad. Right. I would have liked Hustlers here. Hustlers here would be incredible. <laughs> Just because, like, I mean, there is a lot of, you know, even for, like, costumes. Like, there's a lot that, that goes into, like, exactly making it seem like that time period yeah no Hus- <laughs> and it was very accurate oh my god yeah hustlers does an incredible job with that down to the purses yeah uh, but you know that's you know such is life okay what do you want to do next how about let's do some music stuff oh. how about score okay um joker little women marriage story 1917 and star wars the rise of Skywalker. i was kind of surprised by how much star wars snuck in here yeah especially since it wasn't even that great of a star war yeah i feel like you know no what i would cared, put it in here for but it's because it's if like they the had an mtv thing. style best kiss i know i just talked right over you <laughs> and it was very rude but how was i not gonna get out my mtv best kiss joke? you think that you think that they would get the best kiss Okay, I don't think they'd win, but they should be nominated. Now I need to think about who should be nominated for Best Kiss this year. Yeah. I feel like I didn't get enough kissing this year, and I've really been taking it out on... Well, Pain and Glory, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say, nominated. you just yell at the screen. Now that's like your brand is like demanding that people kiss. Shut up. This is not. Yes, it is. I mean, I do want them to. Are there but, any other scores um, that you missed here? I think Uncut Gems would have um, been fun. What'd you say? Uncut gems. 
Uncut Gems would have been fun. Parasite would have been fun. Oh, the Parasite score is good. Um, I made the joke yesterday, uh, Nicholas Bertel for season two of Succession. <laughs> like, I didn't remember <laughs> that. If he's worth it. Like. Well, because he got robbed in the past. Yeah. Hey, Nor, he did. <laughs> hey, Meg, I agree. <laughs> like, I, I honestly can't remember some of these scores. But... Yeah, I mean, when I think about the ones that worked for me, Little Women mm-hmm. worked for me. Um, I mean, you say, you cite that as being the first thing that got you into Little Women. Um, the Randy Newman score from Marriage Story was, I thought it was good, but it's not like changing my life. No. Um, this is like the only thing I'm okay with Joker winning because when she won the Golden Globe, she was like such a delight. Oh, she was so cute. <laughs> I was cute. like, okay. Yeah. Like, this is actually nice. Well, I remember all of us were like, a woman scored that? Like, and not yeah. that, like, obviously a woman could or anything against but her like abilities. The Joker? It was just like, the Joker seems like such, like, a bro movie. Like, it's, yeah. it feels like there are zero women on set. Like, Zazie Beach just, like, flew in, did her stuff, and came out. Like, no one hung around set. Like, there's no touch of yeah. femininity in that movie. And then the fact that the score, which sets the tone for a movie, was by a woman is... It's interesting. It's interesting, isn't it? It is. <sighs> okay, and now do you want to do your other favorite? Best original song. Yeah. <laughs> this one was nuts. It makes me so mad. Okay. Um, I mean, this isn't even like... It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Meg's upset because she now has to see the movie Breakthrough. I which so that movie came out annoyed. in April. I've never heard of it. I pro we probably got like advanced screening tickets for it. I've never go. like I remember seeing advertisements for this and being like and like thinking like it's wild that these like <laughs> propaganda movies get released <laughs> wide in theaters and are reviewed on Rotten Tomatoes as if they are. I can't tell if that was real a, movie. I can't tell if that was a great way of you censoring yourself or not when you called it a propaganda movie and not a Christian movie. I mean, it's insane. I mean, okay. There have been plenty of movies over the ages where a big part of the plot is someone like praying someone back to life, but like I just don't have time for it. And like when there's a song like Glasgow in a movie that's good, mm-hmm. why should I have to watch some knockoff is this us bullshit? <laughs> this is us, but whatever <laughs> so it's i'm standing with you from breakthrough into the unknown frozen 2 stand right, up harriet i'm gonna love me again rocket man i can't let you throw yourself away toy story 4 i hope it's rocket man just because of the globes I feel it was like it so fun when bernie and elton won and elton was like this is the first award we've ever won together and it like yeah, it was just kind I of think, a I testament see- to like their friendship which was cute I could see it happening because I feel like the Frozen story has pretty much changed completely because it didn't get nominated for animated picture. We can go there soon. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's having the momentum. I mean, if it's not getting nominated for pic- like picture, like people might not see it if they don't have to. I mean, don't get me wrong. You could probably just listen to the song. Like, if I wanted to free myself from this, I could just listen to the freedom song from Breakthrough. Well, that's what but... Bryce did. He texted us yesterday. He's I like, know. I listened to the song. I'm done. <laughs> I'm counting it. I know. <laughs> and I and I respect the hell out of him for it. But I just know that I could get down to the day before the Oscars. And if, I, and if I've seen everything else, it'll just kind of kill me. Yeah. <laughs> that this is the only one. Okay. Uh, anyway, so that'll be... Is there anything um, else that you want to hear? Something I'll be... Yeah, Glasgow. That's, I mean, how many original songs are there? I didn't think the Beyonce one really hit from earlier. Uh, I mean, maybe more than... Taylor Swift Cats. (sighs) I'm Standing With You from Breakthrough, but whatever. whatever. I don't know. That song could slap. You don't know. You haven't listened to it. You haven't seen the movie. We don't know. It could be like like a Reliant K song. We're like, yeah, it's Jesus-y, but it's actually kind of fun. You know this. You're using this against me because you know that I have a history with Reliant K. <laughs> and Nora, you're right. I was wrong. We'll move on. I will give breakthrough, and I'm standing with you a chance. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go to animated feature film? 
Let's do animated while we're here. Yeah. Um, how to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, I Lost My Body, Klaus, Missing Link, Toy Story 4. This is a not so rare occurrence that happens with me where I've only seen one of those. Normally, it's, I like it comes down to January and I have to go to the movies and sit in movies with like one child and their parent and just me and see mo- these animated movies because I miss them throughout the year. Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like it's got to be Toy Story four, not only yeah, for the I legacy, mean, the Leica... but also because like it's good. Yeah, it is really good. Um, I feel like it's Toy Story four as well. Um, but I'm definitely not an expert in animated feature. I I'm someone who saw Abominable in theaters and was like, "What? Well, that's cute. I like that." Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we'll call in uh, Griffin Newman. Calling downtown Griffey names. Yeah. Um, I did see all these, which is good. You know, things cross off the list. And I liked them all fine. So um, Toy Story 4 is my favorite. But, uh, you know. Okay. Uh, I can see I can see that being, I mean, I don't know much about, like, t- like difficulty of animation. Um, you know, maybe, maybe I lost my body as a feat in that somehow. But, you but know. also, so, to my knowledge, Keanu Reeves is only in one of these. Oh, you know what? And I think, I, having seen them all, I think he is only in the one. So, I guess and it's... Forky. The, oh, Forky. Uh, do you think Oscar voters even care about Forky? I fucking hope so. This depressed Fork <laughs> needs all the support he can get. Forky is like the, is like the Joker, but for kids. <laughs> That should be, that can be the tagline of this episode. Okay, well, you write them, so I'll let you uh, <laughs> Forky is the joker. She's making a note of it right now. Okay, where do you want to go scroll, next? Scroll. Do you want to do stick and animation? Cinematography. And, oh, oh, I was going to say stick and animation do and do the shorts. No, you don't. Okay. I mean, I think the only short worth mentioning right now is Hair Love. I mean, it's one of the oh, only yeah. three that I've I seen. I saw a CNN article and, about it today. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's really cute, and um, the director, oh, I think Matthew Cherry, I'll have to double check, but uh, is on Twitter and has been, you know, uh, sharing a lot of love for it, so that's exciting. Okay. In uh, a year without much diversity, it's a, it's a really good one, so. Yeah. <laughs> without virtually any diversity. Um, right. Okay, well, because in the announcements, it got to a point where I was like, is Antonio Banderas the only like person of any sort of ethnicity besides white? The only like nominated? Right. We're like, could that and everyone be? online has? I've learned a lot from Twitter these past two days. Shout out to Twitter; it's very rarely helpful. At Twitter.com, but, um, <laughs> at Twitter.com. I guess it's just at Twitter. Um, where um, there a lot of people have been discussing whether Antonio counts as a person of color and. Um, it seems overwhelmingly that as a Spaniard, he is considered white. So I think it is only Cynthia. Wow. Okay. That's why yeah. I was dancing around saying person of color because I wasn't sure. Right. But interesting. Okay. So it's just Cynthia Rebo, who I thought was Correct. terrible in Harriet, a movie I also we thought will get was there. terrible. <laughs> Great. Cinematography. Jump okay. Cinematography. Cinematography. The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, Wild Card. What? I do feel honestly. Nice can dimension. you believe that voters <laughs> watched The Lighthouse? Enough of them watched The Lighthouse that they're like, "We're gonna like, give this to Rob." This is what's crazy. No uncut gems. This is the only A twenty four nomination. Wild. Remember when we thought that like, well, actually. A24 really pushed anything because like I remember there was a time where The Farewell was supposed to be like their big awards movie. Right. And then that as we'll get to uh, got nothing and I mean they've gotten some other awards. Obviously we talked about Aquafina getting the Golden Globe last week but yep. um, Yeah and so then it's just like it's so funny that like The Lighthouse, the complete wild card you think like the hierarchy would be like Farewell, that's kind of like Oscar Beatty. And then Uncut mm-hmm. Gems would be, I thought would be a wild card, but like could work. And then like a thousand other movies before The Lighthouse. They're like, nah, Lighthouse cinematography, black and white. The aspect lighthouse. ratio, weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I would have never assumed The Lighthouse. 
it's fun. Uh, for me, this yeah. is just it has to be 1917 is going to win. No, I mean, I, it's 100% 1917. I think so. Uh, if I was going to switch out, this is a little game we can play called Switch Out the Joker for a movie <laughs> that you enjoyed. I'd pop in Portrait of a Lady on Fire in there. Oh, what do you think? Yeah, of course. Could you do yeah, that? So, is it eligible? Yeah, I'll call. I'll call them and uh, say, "Hey, no. uh, you know how <laughs> so we're doing?" Is it doing eligible? Because it wasn't. Uh, the <laughs> it foreign is. Film it pick. is. Okay. The selection. Anything's eligible technically for everything. The only thing is a country has to back up their foreign pick. So mm. it, it was eligible. Yeah, I would agree with that. Oh God, <sighs> I haven't seen that movie since I saw it over the summer, and I just like think about how beautiful it is, and I'm. It is. It's stunning. The colors. And it's um, just, okay, let's keep going. Uh, okay, you want to do documentary feature? Sure. American Factory, The Cave, The Edge of Democracy for Sama and Honeyland. Very interesting because I think that we all kind of thought Apollo 11 was a lock. I think we all did also. Not anywhere um, in there. This is the only category that came through with female directors. There are four female directors in this category, which is pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only seen three of them, but it's a strong from the three. Which one's your favorite of the three? I know you've seen Forsama uh, and you've seen Honeyland. Honeyland and American Factory. Uh, my favorite is probably Honeyland. Forsama is very effective, but hard to watch. Mm -hmm. American Factory is very interesting. Um, but I was, it might've just been like the day I was watching it. I was just kind of like watch it. And then I was like, okay, cool. That was that good to know. I learned a lot by, mm-hmm. so it felt a little more educational than like affecting. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen any of them, uh, which again, always happens. I always kind of have the docs and the animation and the shorts, uh, at this time. And so then I'm like staying up late at night so I can watch, you know, <laughs> documentaries right. about then, like war torn I mean, areas. I would try to get ahead, and I mean, there's some docs that I watched that weren't nominated. I mean, it, I don't begrudge myself enjoying Apollo 11 or Maiden or One Child Nation mm-hmm. or um, yeah. Knocked on the House I didn't or whatever. Love One Child but Nation. I thought it was interesting. It, it, I don't think I liked it more than the three that got nominated, yeah. but it was interesting. Okay, where do you want to go next? And I didn't know anything about that. Um, Foreign language? I guess so. Foreign language, yeah, let's do foreign language. Because you don't want to do so, any of the shorts, right? I, I, yeah, I don't think it's really worth doing shorts. Okay, foreign language Because I don't know film. anything about any of them. <laughs> um, Corpus Christi, Honeyland, Les Mis, Pain and Glory, and a par- Parasite. How do you pronounce Yes, this? you got it right. Good job. Parasite. Okay, excellent. So this is um, So hard, I haven't seen... I would say this is hard five. because obviously, like, I want parasite to win a lot and i worry that if they just give it foreign language then they won't give it anything else or like any of the other big ones um right so then it's like should i i would i guess push for pain and glory i mean pain and glory was a great film it was in your top 10 i know gans number one like basically of all time pain and glory would definitely be like if I could guarantee Parasite would win other things, then mm-hmm. I would like Pain and Glory to win here to get some recognition. I mean, Antonia is also getting the recognition as we will get to, but those two are, I mean, I I, I liked Honeyland, obviously, but I, if I want that to win uh, Doc, then we can take it out of here. Mm-hmm. And Les Mis was a, a fine, not, not super my shit, and I still need to see Corpus Christi, but I loved Pain and Glory and Parasite. I mean, so if I need to give, you know, I famously like to spread out all the wins so that everybody gets some. Yeah. And by that logic, Pain and Glory might need to be this one. And Parasite can just win Best Picture. Thoughts? Great. I love it. I, it is just hard to justify being like, okay, the best picture of all of the pictures is Parasite. But the best foreign picture. Right. And well, and that's kind of what's hard and comical about like uh when like the best director or the director is not nominated for best director but their movie is and it's like so the movie is one of the best movies of the year but like who directed it then right and i mean we'll get to that with the (laughs) with the little women drama but um i don't know it's just complicated and i mean it goes to 
I understand Best Picture has more nominees than we get for a director, um, but I'm still I, I'm still allowed to be angry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to move to the screenplays uh, before we get to? I think then that was my that was my next idea so let's do adapted the irishman jojo rabbit joker little women the two popes yes obviously i want little women i mean it has to be little women right (laughs) well well i mean i guess it's not really like the name of the game but that's pretty much the only like story that most people are familiar with and but she like did her own approach on it like I guess we didn't talk about it much in the Little Women episode but like how much it differs from previous adaptations and how how much it feels different because of how it's written Mm -hmm. like she didn't like you know like the joke like move the words around a little so no one knows I copied it like that is not the case here she like completely turned the structure on its head like used a lot of the same dialogue but changed the way it was shot changed the way like the rhythm of everyone talking Mm -hmm. like and then effectively made that happen which like I understand this is in theory for screenplay alone but I mean you can't discount like having such an ambitious idea and then executing it like yeah no I mean I think that screenplay (laughs) is what I want here is there anything else that you wanted here so adapted is so hard Mm -hmm. now I'm forgetting what falls under adapted I definitely have uh, (laughs) I mean you know you're fucking with me um I think oh okay so hustlers and the farewell were technically adapted hustlers from an article and the farewell from an NPR thing. Yeah, yeah. So I would have loved both of those in there. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, the two popes, as much as like a fine movie, like <laughs> that does not need to be here. <laughs> yeah. The two popes got so many nominations. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I haven't the seen The two it popes, yet. I lost my goddamn mind. I'm like, what the, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Well, because I remember when you saw it, you're like, I mean, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. It's like something your grandparents will like. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And moving on. Uh, and so original screen this is one of my favorite categories mm-hmm. of like if you look at all of them this is one that's fun so knives out marriage story 1917 once upon a time in hollywood and paris is that because joker's not in this at all that's your favorite well it's part of it but you also throw in the knives knives out, out. i was card. like ooh, ryan johnson <laughs> fun but yeah <laughs> we're missing you if you were to Get rid of one to bring in yep. our favorite book smart. Who would you? Yeah, I mean, I think 1917. I, I think I would draw There's 1917. There's not much writing in 1917. Yeah. Like, it's very well done, but it's not like a, a master of like dialogue. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's compelling and it's emotional from a acting standpoint, not necessarily from like the story. I mean, the story is like the guy trying to get to the brother or whatever. We'll go into it yep. at a later time. But I was excited for Knives Out. Um, I yep. think that could be a cool win just to like really twist things around. But obviously we were both gunning for Booksmart. Yeah. Um, 1917, if we pulled that out, Booksmart in would be my choice. I think I said yesterday on the other podcast that I like his and hers Oscars for Noah and Greta here. Uh-huh. But I feel like it's probably going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, especially if they go Bong Joon-ho for director. I think this could be Quinn's. You know? Yeah. So. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. And then in like 20 years, uh, the American Parasite adaptation can get a nom. Aren't they? They're making it into a TV show. Yeah, it's a television program. It's like a three-part series before, like, just watch the fucking movie. <laughs> like, it's not hard. <laughs> I did, yeah, I mean, I have little to no interest in that at all. But uh, it, they are, I guess, like, expanding beyond the scope of Parasite. Well, I, I don't know so. what that means at all, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Okay, uh, we did. We skipped over production oh. design, actually. Okay. So... The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Parasite. Uh, Yeah. I I, think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would be fun, too. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's going to win. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm just excited Parasite came came to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I mean, I was Um, genuinely shocked. You guys were all freaking out about how many noms Joker was getting, and I was like, guys, Parasite, though. Parasite is killing it. 
It, yeah, I mean, not as much. No. <laughs> yeah, as Joker, obviously. Another one that I thought would be fun here, a little beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah. With, like, the set design that they do for the, yeah. like, I understand, like, I can see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or... 1917 or the Irishman winning for like most production design but I think like that movie has like a really nice little feel yeah to it. I'll give and you I think that. A lot of that has to do with those sets yeah or, um, I mean that's so, like yeah how all the scenes transition and everything like that yeah yeah I'll give you that so I don't know I thought that would be fun okay supporting supporting you want to do actor or actress first Let's do actress beautiful Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell Laura Dern in Marriage Story Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh in Little Women, and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. Okay, yeah. Do you like that voice? I Sure. <laughs> I dislike the idea of Margot for Bombshell because I didn't love uh-huh. that movie. She was fine right. in it. Um, right, but like she's an easy out I if we're kicking people out. I love the idea of Kathy Bates in here, but like she was good, and Bryce is gonna crucify us, but I would kick her out. <laughs> yeah, Laura Dern. I, as we've talked about, I don't think her role in Marriage Story was much different than any of the other roles she's played in the last three years. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that she could go, but I love that Florence Pugh made an appearance here. This is crazy. I think the only one, if I was in charge, the only one staying here would be Florence Pugh. Oh, I would keep Scar I'm jo not for gonna... JoJo because I think she's actually very I, good in JoJo Rabbit. I think she's, I think she's very good in it too. But this is this is the Megan Awards okay. now. Actually, okay, Elsie Fisher. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Laura Dern, I'm not going to begrudge. I'm not going to be angry when she most likely wins this. Oh, like, yeah. great. She doesn't have an Oscar. That's fun. But um, since she already got nominated I now I'm like she doesn't need that yeah so but when Florence Pugh was nominated I was so excited that I didn't notice that we had sped right through Lopez in the alphabet so um the big one for that I'm upset about this J-Lo I know I just I would have liked J-Lo I would have liked Zhao Zhu Zhen yeah um, from Farewell Farewell would have been fun um, I mean, there's like a million options. Caitlin Deaver for Booksmart. I don't know if she's considered. That was my thing is I don't know who's lead. technically supporting it. Right. I think they're probably both lead. Yeah, I would think but, so too. Um, so maybe their friendship know, if would be supporting. If I wanted someone from uh, Marriage Story, I'll say it. Merritt Weaver. Oh my God. Fun. For the five minutes that she's in. I fucking love that scene. <laughs> That's an incredible five minutes. I was minutes. talking about it with my mom the other day. Because it was just so funny. <laughs> if I could nominate like seven, like Kiki Palmer, hell yeah. <laughs> Lily Reinhardt. <laughs> I mean, who's to say? <laughs> yeah, I think that the big upset here is that J-Lo is not included. J-Lo, J-Lo and Zhao Zhuzhen from uh, Farewell. The Farewell seemed like the ones or that were on the outside. From... And Kathy Bates, I didn't see coming at all. Yeah, um, anyone from Parasite. Parasite. I know Park So Down would have been fun yeah. too. Ooh. Uh, it's hard. Can't wait for the Megan um, Awards. Oh, the Megan Awards. They're, everyone's going to love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so actor um, in a supporting role. Supporting actor. Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I weirdly Anthony didn't Hopkins. expect that, even though he literally just I got was, like a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Globes. Right. I was like, oh, Tom this, Hanks. <laughs> I felt like Pacino, Pesci, and Pitt were locked, yeah. and I didn't know where the other two were going to go. Anyway, Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes, Al Pacino, The Irishman, Joe Pesci, The Irishman, Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm so stoked for Brad Pitt. Because you I'm know I fell in love with Brad for Pitt. Pitt. Uh, yeah, wait, so you enjoy his work now. I, in- I think I've always liked him as an actor. I just like didn't mm-hmm. think he was very attractive. And his right. personal life kind of got in the way of some of my opinions. But now right. I'm like, oh, I'm Brad Pitt. Let's see on the red oh, carpet. Brad. Tell me what other nicknames you have for your friends. Oh, my God. LDC. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So <laughs> LDC. I think about it all the time. <laughs> um, I feel like 
Brad Pitt is going to win. Um, I feel like it could be like a weird like Pesci thing where it's like he doesn't really act I anymore. And, and they're like, we love him. Right. But The Irishman, like as much as it like got nominated for a bunch of stuff, it just doesn't feel that exciting right now, which I said yesterday on the other podcast. I was like, it's like when you're like. I love that you're recycling uh, for- your opinions. Yeah, I'm sorry. For dinner, I want to go to <laughs> either this place A or place B. And and then someone's like, let's go to place A. And you're like, no, I wanted to go to place B. Like, I liked The Irishman, but now you're like, well, it's The Irishman or Brad Pitt and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't even fucking care about The Irishman. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't know I had to put it up against something else, but now that it is, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked Song Kang Ho here. Yeah. The video of um, like, the Oscars, oh. the announcement, though, his yes. reaction when Parasite got uh, a Best Picture nom was honestly one of the sweetest things I've ever seen. He was ecstatic. So fun. Yeah. He was, and like, and then he was just sitting there drinking coffee like he was so happy, but then just like immediately back to like just 100% chill. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what it's like to um, be like and that. I wouldn't know. I, I would, I think I would be good at it. I don't think so. <laughs> Um, and then another one that I thought would have been fun, which would never happen, but it's the Megan Awards, is Jonathan Majors uh, from Last Black Man in San Francisco. Whoa. Like, hit the best friend, Monty. Because I yeah. left that, and I was like, he is excellent. He was very that. good. He made me cry so, multiple times. If I'm kicking out a pope, you know, I might as well. <laughs> fill it. See a Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're moving on to lead. Yeah, we'll do actor while we're here. Uh, Antonio Banderas. Fun. LDC. Oh, my God. Love it. (laughs) Adam Driver, Marriage Story. I have no opinions about him. Phoenix. Right, no. And Jonathan Price, the other pope. Very strange that the two popes are all (laughs) over this. (laughs) Right. I mean, I would never put Jonathan Price in here. It is his first nomination. Kind of fun. Yeah. But I would have absolutely not had him in here. I would have bopped him out of there i probably would have bobbed leo out i don't i, don't I even would have i would have it's crazy to say God. i don't think that leonardo dicaprio is at all the best part of once upon a time in hollywood even though like rick yeah. dalton is such a character and obviously right. he's the lead so the movie's like centered around him but like okay he can stay well i didn't leave that being like <laughs> oh my god leonardo dicaprio right for his next oscar um right. i mean we've been gunning I for antonio banderas for a long time we both wanted adam sandler here right and i wanted eddie murphy murphy yeah so if i could get rid of jonathan price and leo i would do that for adam sandler and eddie murphy right and you know what i'll just kick joaquin right out and say robert pattinson in the lighthouse (laughs) how about that Oh my god! Then what's what Willem in supporting? Is Willem? You think Willem supporting, or you think he's co-lead? Oh, what the hell! Pacino's out too. <laughs> um, oh god, yeah, it is a little upsetting. Uh, Adam Sandler had the sweetest tweet yesterday, where yes. he was basically saying like, "Don't feel bad." He called himself the Sandman. He was like, yep. the pros are that I don't have to wear uh, suits anymore. Suits anymore. And that my mom was nominated and did a little throwback. And it was really Calling cool. himself the Sandman is one of my favorite things. It's quite, the, yeah, quite an energy. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. All right. Ready, actress? Yes. Cynthia Erivo in Harriet, Scarjo, Marriage Store. Sir Sharon and Little Women, Charlize Theron, Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger, Judy. This is perhaps, Thoughts. I will say, per, maybe the most, like, blech car- category to me. With the exception of yeah. Sir Sharonin, I really can give two shits about any of these performances. <laughs> yeah, I don't, like, ScarJo and Renee, like, people, like, doing impressions of, like, very well-known kitschy people like is not for me Mm -hmm. you know um so they would immediately be out cynthia no offense boo it's not that interesting to me (laughs) she's out scarjo even (sighs) i like that movie but i don't think it stays in also and like i just there are a lot of fun ones that i feel like i would like to bring in here um 
I mean, uh, obviously Lupita we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Aquafina. Like, I kind of had a thing yesterday or the day before yesterday where I was like, maybe like Aquafina will get it. Like, she won yeah. the nomination. There's like still kind of these wild card slots. You really never know what's going to happen. I thought that would have been really fun. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth Moss, if I had my way, no. <laughs> Anna de Armas would have been fun. Yeah, um, I saw a tweet about that I earlier. I just think a lot more interesting things could have happened here than than ended up happening. Yeah, like I said, I just like Harriet. I didn't like Judy. I really didn't care that much about Bombshell. Didn't care that much about. I like Marriage Story, but if I'm if we're nominating Scarlett Johansson for two performances in one year, <sighs> this isn't it. You like gotta, she's yeah. not the she's not the person who's like really doing the acting yeah. for me in Marriage Story. And you know what? Like, let's kick her out. Put Florence Pugh in there. Mid-summer. That's the two nominations I'd like to see. <laughs> Midsummer. Well, she is going through a lot in that fucking movie. So, yeah. <laughs> what a year she's had. I'm so excited for her. Huge. Year. I really didn't Huge know year. anything about her up until I saw Midsummer because I never saw Fighting with My Family. So right. I like I I know did, but that doesn't really set you up for the year she's about to have. Yeah, you know? it's great. Um, but also, I knew everyone really loved her in Mac- Lady Macbeth, mm. but I hadn't seen that. Yeah, I've never so seen that. So I was like, um, I, you know, a bunch of people were like, "Oh, Lady Macbeth's really good," and I was like, "Okay." Like, I banned them. I think told me that, but I just never got to it because I don't know if you know this, but like, movies come out every fucking week. Can you imagine? I know. Like, Except for this week, constant. I think then, all we have is like bad boys and Doolittle. Hello, oh, right? Another movie I'm not gonna <laughs> see. <laughs> I'm just saying. But then also, everyone expects you to see every movie that's like ever come out. It's truly exhausting to be. One me. of my friends asked me earlier today if I've seen Uncut Gems, and I'm like, well, three times. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, Yes, I have, actually. <laughs> uh, crazy that you brought it up. Uh, okay, so now we're on to the big finale of Best Picture. Oh, you, you just don't want to talk directing? Oh, you I'm just, sorry. Do you think that's not like a conversation worth having this year? <laughs> you thought, you know what? Actually, yeah, pretty much. Sounds good. Let's just run right I through. I completely right forgot. <laughs> okay. Martin Scorsese, The Irishman, Quentin mm-hmm. Tarantino, once upon a time in Hollywood, Bong Joon-ho, Parasite, oh, yeah. Sam Mendes, mm-hmm. 1917, and Todd Phillips, Joker. Yeah. I mean. Those are all movies directed by men. But, and when <laughs> Issa Rae announced it, there was mm-hmm. some sass there. And I'm like, you know what, girl? Yeah. They were kind of annoying me because uh, I thought their banter was, like, n- not funny. Um, but, I mean, it's fully 5 a.m. for that. Yeah, but then when she was like, <laughs> deadpan congratulations to all those men i was like oh fuck i love it (laughs) Uh, i love a dramatic moment um Uh, yeah i mean obviously greta gerwig little women needs to be in here so you would that is like this the lowest bar is for greta to be in here like she is the most well when we talked about it last week where it was like she's well, I don't think she was actually nominated for Lady Bird. I think she was just the director of a nominated uh, Best Picture. Right. And the screenplay was not. Right. So, but she, like, she already has, like, some clout around her. Um, was she not nominated for Lady I Bird? I think I saw that, like, this is now the second oh, time that Greta God. has not been nominated for director. So. Well, I mean, I I believe it. Uh uh, yeah okay that's yeah we can move on uh but it is i don't know as i mean oh. you're not less surprised i guess but as someone who um you know has some feelings about lady bird uh i obviously think she deserved everything in the world yeah well and so for this she one, was nominated for okay. director. she was nominated for director. okay okay well so for this one like i didn't love the irishman i didn't give it like a fair shot though because, like, I didn't get to see mm-hmm. it in theaters, so I knew I was going to watch it at home, and I would get distracted, right. and I did. Right. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I obviously loved. Parasite, I obviously loved. I really, really, really liked 1917. Like, I'm fine with those yeah. three. Fuck, I'm fine with director for Scorsese. Uh, Joker, I did not enjoy. I hate the idea of Todd Phillips being a mm-hmm. best director, um, mm-hmm. Academy Award winning <laughs> best director. 
like, he won't win. Like, I really have to believe he won't win. I mean, yeah. Like, we all have to rise up and turn against I feel, him, And I feel right? like it's one of those things where, like, in my mind, I'm like, if Scorsese wins, like, I could see him, like, giving it to someone else. But then it's like, what the fuck kind of fantasy land am I on that he's going to be like, actually, Tarantino, you come on up here. Here you go. <laughs> I feel like Quentin has to win because he has, has never won directing. Yeah. Um, but also, I don't know. Like, we've always said Bong Joon-ho would be really fun. It's just I like that would be fun. If there was even <laughs> just one woman in here, it would be so nice. And I did. I came prepared with a list of 15 movies directed by women this year, okay. if people are interested. So Little Women, Booksmart, Hustlers, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, The Farewell, Honey Boy, High Life, The Souvenir, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Atlantics, Clemency, Queen and Slim, Late Night, and Little Woods. Those are only the ones that I've seen that I thought were really good. Mm-hmm. There are more um, if you go looking for them. And I just think those are all very good to excellent movies and yeah. you could have taken your pick of almost five of them to have women here it's just so <laughs> funny and instead we have Todd well it's just crazy <laughs> because it's like there's so much every year the narrative is like Oscar's so white Oscar's so male dominated yeah and then it's like they do nothing to change it and I guess part of it's probably like I mean this is our awards ceremony like this is what we do and don't we but feel also. so far from the time where, I mean, like, remember when Moonlight won? Like, that was such a, like, Ugh, I remember being like, oh, like, this is, like, moving forward. Like, this is progression. Like, this isn't, like, your old man's, you know, whatever war movie or something like that. Nothing against 1917. It's those still, those movie those stories are still interesting and that movie is still good. But I just feel like, I don't know, this Joker thing's really rocked me to my core in a way I can't get over. Yeah. And again, to recycle a take, but just the way that like, <laughs> uh, patriarchy works is, you know, when you're saying, okay, Martin Scorsese and, Tarantino are legendary directors and every time they come to the table they will most likely be nominated for best director well that's two slots taken up yeah you know so then it's like women can't become those like you know really established well-known must-see directors when they're not getting nominated it's a self-fulfilling prophecy right no I I mean I agree I don't think we were surprised by any of the directors taking slots I think it was just surprising that to actually see it play out that way and that there's just like just the most boring way to play out no diversity and I can't remember how it how it happened but like I mean there are enough times where you're like oh that did not go how I thought it was gonna go at all like you know I mean like when Jonathan Price got in I was like I didn't see that coming at all so you do start thinking like oh my gosh what if it's like Marielle Heller that'd be crazy yeah what if it's Lulu Wong that would be crazy you know like yeah so I, and then when it just doesn't happen you're like right fuck this. I saw an article on Twitter and it was about how the Oscars did not have any female directors nominated and the person who wrote it said they wrote it even before the awards were and the nominations were announced, announced. and they're like <laughs> i'm honestly like really bummed that like i can just publish this and like you know don't have to make any edits or anything like that so. yeah all right <sighs> last but not least best picture best picture ford versus ferrari the irishman jojo rabbit joker little women marriage story 1917 once upon a time in hollywood and parasite yes Ford and Ferrari so was, like, was Ford versus Ferrari is a little weird for me that it's in there. Also, no acting like exactly what Ford I, versus Ferrari, which is strange. Was, it actually didn't get that many Mm-mm. Ford versus Ferrari. No, that's why I was shocked when it was like, oh, it's best picture. Yeah, um, this is exactly what I predicted, actually. And then my tenth, if we flex to ten, was going to be Knives Out. So uh, who who knows if that's the case, but. Um, yeah, I mean these are these are all movies. Mm-hmm. I'm like by the time I look at the best picture list, I'm just like tired of seeing all these movies. Like just looking at even movies I like, I'm like Little Women in Marriage Story, just staring at them. They mean the words mean nothing to me anymore. I've thought about this way too You're much. You're so the beaten past down. Two days. Yeah, I really am. Glad it didn't um, wait any longer. I mean, for us to obviously, record. I don't think Joker deserves to be here. We at this point, whoever's listening has listened to an hour of me 
talk about how I don't like the Joker mm-hmm. movie, aka Joker. No, the drop the that's cleaner. Um, <laughs> how dare you do that to the social know. network? How dare you? <laughs> um, you know, uncut gems, <laughs> maybe best picture. Um, I don't know. I I guess my best picture would have been the ten of my top ten, so we can re-listen to that episode if you're interested. But Book smart for best picture. Uh, Books might for best pick, um, hustlers. But yeah, I mean, I guess the big kind of thing is what do we think is going to happen here? I don't know. I'm worried about the Joker thing because it's like the big news out of yesterday is Joker got the most nominations. Everyone's talking about Joker. People are coming up to my office being like, hey, did you see this Joker stuff? And I'm like, oh no, totally missed that. What happened? <laughs> what do you think, <laughs> idiot? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, I still, if, if I'm holding out hope, I still think like if a lot of people put Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or 1917 or The Irishman is their number one and a lot of people put Parasite is their number two. And then there's a lot of people that have Parasite as their number one also that it could be Parasite. Um, I don't know. I feel like Jojo did well, but I don't think it has a huge narrative right Mm -mm. now. I think Jojo Rabbit so, winning Best Picture would be absolutely insane. I think it's going to it be, be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story, or Joker. Ooh, you think Marriage Story? Okay, I'll I'll stake my claim on. I think it's going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, or 1917. Okay, interesting. Because I don't want it to be Joker. <laughs> Although, based on the way people voted for the nominations, there were plenty of people who just wrote Joker all the way down the list. Yeah. But I have to think, like, there are so many people, like, if you put anything other than Joker first, your second movie, your second favorite movie isn't going to be Joker, you know? Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think the one that we have in common on guests is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think 1917 is kind of such the Oscar-y movie. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. You really never know. Parasite is my hope. Parasite's my hope, too, because I think it would be the most fun. Also, like... It would be. I mean, come on, Korea. That'd be so great. What Hello. a great story for them. What a, like, underdog... I mean, Bong doesn't really care. ...narrative. <laughs> he did say... He did call it, like, a local film award. Like... <laughs> He called the Oscars like it's not like basically it's not that big of a deal globally like but locally it is and just calling it local like uh, I don't know a king but yeah <laughs> uh, really puts into perspective how much time I I put into this yeah well I think you did a good job thanks for the recap all right thank you so much yeah and uh, I guess we'll see how things come about in a matter of weeks yeah. uh, three weeks from now I guess. Honestly, keeping this right at an hour was pretty big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Good job. If you want any more of Meg's uh, thoughts, you can listen to the other podcast she was on where she talked about this. Uh, she's, and, if she's, you're, and if that... She's so grateful that, that they gave her the your forum film, for her to discuss. My phone number is 912. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time. Oh, but actually, before we leave, if you made it this far, our special treat for you is that we're going to drop in some new audio are we not yeah we will i'm rewriting our oscar watch song for the future yeah all right thanks meg have a good one of course talk to you later bye bye She had a baby, bird of lady, directing little women, were eagle-eyed, cinephiles, and they skipped the last black man, Aquafina. We love to see you lying to your grand. They robbed Lorene, but J Lo's with me. Pulled 
dancers take down the man book smart geeks for caitlin deeves wish more tickets had been sold eddie's come back he made us laugh It's not that hard You all got brass And the Sandman He made his stand Saying this is how I win Lapita was on So was Song we still know their day will come Yet they confirm our fears Crying tears No our paths here Only pew Fuck the academy As I say loudly Was Joker a silent financer? This can't be the only way. I know Joaquin is good at granting, but did you watch Chalamet? Are these for sure your final answers? Recount the ballots right away I thought Glasgow might be winning I thought this be a better day Follow us on social media. Follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.